Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Oh, <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Happy second episode of the New Year. Yeah, Ooh. we're recording this on New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. Um, But I'm Martyr. I'm C. Tepper. And this is Wigging Out. out. <laughs> Always the same. Always Every stupid. year. Every year. <laughs> yeah. Because we've been doing this for so long. <laughs> yeah, for two years, even though not actually a no. year yet. No, not yet. <laughs> but um. two different, two decades. Shut up. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> what are we doing today? <laughs> what are we doing? Who what are we are, doing? Who are we doing? <laughs> Who's on our bed? Uh, okay. So today, all the way from Texas, is Robin Rose Quartz. Woo! Woo! Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Welcome all the way to Brooklyn. Oh gosh. We're deep We're in Brooklyn as usual. Deep <laughs> in the deep in the in the shits of Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Is does Brooklyn remind you of Texas? Not at all. No. Okay. <laughs> I, w- I would hope not. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so you are from Texas. Where, what part of Texas are you from originally? Oh, I always say, uh, well, I was born and raised in the hill country of Texas, which is kind of like in the heart of Texas. So exactly what you hear when you think of Texas, it's very country. It's very kind of, you know, Southern, uh, (laughs) our state flowers, the blue bonnet. And every year there's just like blue bonnets everywhere during the spring. Um, and then I went to high school in Granger, Texas, Uh which is kind of like a little tiny, tiny town north of Austin. Uh-huh. Um, but like through high school, my brother and I would always drive into Austin on the weekends mm-hmm. and like go and get pizza and hang out at the graffiti park. Um, and so we were, you know, Austinites adjacent ah. <laughs> because of that. Um, and then I went to college in West Texas to play tennis. What college? Uh, at Sol Ross State University. Go Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> nobody listening to this will know what that is, but that's okay. Well, um, hopefully you promote it. So they will. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, little also another like small town in Texas. So I, ju- I just literally have grown up in Tiny so many towns. small towns, uh, then graduated, uh, got my job in the city and then moved into the city f- full time. And now I'm a full time resident of Austin. Yes. Yeah. What was it like, like being gay in Texas and like these tiny towns? Oh, God. I it was. It was interesting. It was interesting in the sense because like growing up, I never, I never, I didn't know like what gay was Mm -hmm. other than that it was like a terrible, like bad Mm -hmm. thing that's like beat into your head in church, like, you know, this and that. But like, I still didn't like know what it was or like understood it. Yeah. Um, So growing up, I always thought that I was different Mm -hmm. and I would do things different than what the other like boys in my grade were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, in small Texas towns, you play every single sport that there is. And I loved, I loved sports. I did, you know, tennis and cross country and track. Uh, I did everything. Uh, tried football for one year and then hated it. <laughs> so what, what, uh, what position did you do? Oh God. I don't know. What, I'm, Were you a tight end? I'm power, I'm pretty power verse. So I don't know. If I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I can remember this back to, a family show. to seventh grade. <laughs> it says explicit on it. This is a family show. <laughs> Disclaimer in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Were but yeah. you ever like picked on? 
Did like people know? I was, and like people would call me like fag and and queer and faggot, and like I didn't even I didn't even understood what yeah. that meant. Mm-hmm. Like I was like I was like okay, like you're calling me gay, but like you know we're all showering together. Like this all seems like pretty gay. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever right. gay means. I was like I'm not. Like I just don't. I know. So I never understood it, and I. I always felt like different mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. wasn't until my like senior year of college mm-hmm. where I started to like really feel you know, like some type of way about guys. Ah. And like when I would come home, I would like go to whole foods and like really like notice guys or like s- notice guys like checking me out or something. And I'm like, this feels so weird. Like I feel, I feel so weird. Like, why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I was dating uh, my girlfriend of four years. Oh my god! Who who I Your still beard. who I still love to this day, Aww. and I was I was truly in love with her, and I, we were you know, uh, you know, we were great together, and she her and I still talk here and there, and she's actually one of my biggest supporters. And um, when when I started having these like urges and these thoughts, I I essentially like broke down to her. I was like I having these urges to like have an experience with a guy. Like, I don't know what's wrong with mm-hmm. me. I hate myself. Mm-hmm. I love you. Like, I love having sex with you. I love mm-hmm. everything that we do, but like, why do I feel this way? I hate myself. And it was just spiral, spiral, spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like talking things out with her, um, she was, she was incredibly open minded and open hearted. She's like, it's okay. Like you're maybe just by curious, mm-hmm. like it's at the time it was what 2017. She's like, it's 2017. Like, <laughs> you know, you can, you know, be by curious and like, it's fine. This, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so eventually we, we had separated and then I graduated from college, um, and then came out of the closet mm-hmm. to my parents. Um, How did that go? It was not well received at first, mm-hmm. uh, as it is in Texas generally. Yeah. Uh, so then I moved out the very next day. Oh wow! And moved in with a friend in Georgetown, which is like a town, like 15 miles away from Granger. Okay. Um, and then just started looking for work in the city, and then found it eventually. I feel and like your story mirrors a lot of people's stories. I think so too, and yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely you know, especially like in a city like Austin, you think that is so progressive and yeah. so. It's tolerant like the liberal and accepting. part of Texas. It, we call it the blueberry and the bowl of cherries. Because it's <laughs> the that? one blue speck in yeah, all this absolutely. red in <laughs> Texas. Um, but yeah, you I mean, you think like in a, such a great place like Austin, you, you think these, you know, ideas and, and now it's 2019 going to be 2020. Um, and there's just still so much further to go. It's it, even in Austin, you know, we still have, you know, people are still being discriminated against and we still have hate crimes mm-hmm. against uh, trans people and LGBTQ people. So it's, it's, it's definitely not the happiest place on earth, but mm. we've come a long way, but we've still got a ways to go. I'm just happy. It's like so progressive, even though, even though it's not every, like as far as it can be, it's still like the one, I guess, part that is like trying to, though I know other parts of Texas are also pretty gay friendly, but I'm sure it's like few and far between. <laughs> I'm assuming. Cause yeah. I have a lot of friends from Texas. So yeah. Like Houston and Dallas have a yeah, pretty, Dallas is like pretty vibrant big. gay scene. Yeah. Um, even in San Antonio too. Mm-hmm. I was say San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Major cities. Cause, I, cause I've, d- with my book, I did like a 
big part in Texas, like interviewed a lot of queens and like everyone seemed to be like, yeah, it's fine as long as you stay in your car and just like, because they're all drag queens, go to going drag to your gig like no one's gonna bother you. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> usually, I mean, even still in Austin, like people, you know, you could be walking down the street from your car to the bar and you'll get. You'll get some calls, some good, some bad, mm-hmm. but it, and you just like you just ignore it and like at least I do. That's good. <laughs> you're you're gonna like change the minds, hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> in 2020, <laughs> let's make it happen. Yeah. So how did you get involved with drag? Oh gosh, I I remember thinking like when a, after I came out and like seeing Drag Race and just like having a couple of friends who were also drag queens and just going to their shows, I was like I kept thinking to myself I'm like I can do this. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I want to do this. And I had uh, loved fashion and like fashion design and clothes. So I was like, I'd love to like make my own outfits. I was like, but God, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like how I would do it. And so it got to the point where I was like, if I died tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'd never done drag before, I would regret it. And I was like, so I'm just going to do it. Yes. And it was, uh, it was on uh, Halloween okay. as oh, when she's a Halloween queen. some oh. queens are born <laughs> as when most of them are born. And my best friend Colton, uh, and her drag name is Jezebel, Fishy Queen Jezebel. Um, uh, I got ready at her house and I did this like pop art Lichtenstein woman look. Uh, and it, it turned out really good. Like I was, Ooh. I was impressed with myself and <laughs> I'd like, I'd gone out and uh, nobody had really like knew who I was because I wasn't like fully in the scene yet. Uh-huh. Like nobody knew who I was, which which I was okay with too. Yeah, that's good. I was like, if nobody like recognizes me, that's a win. Yeah, and then you could quit tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I and I loved it, and I loved like the attention that I got, and just like I took so many pictures with people and and stuff, and it just felt it just felt good, and it felt fun to like, you know, do makeup and be artistic. So. Yeah. A few months later, mm-hmm. I uh, entered a competition in Austin called Drag Class, mm-hmm. which is like a competition for like young, new, emerging mm-hmm. queens to get into the scene. And like it's 12 weeks long and every week oh, you do well, something different. Martyr knows all about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and every week is something different. So like you style a wig one week. One week is impersonations. Mm-hmm. The other week is comedy. Um, and it's just like ongoing, ongoing, ongoing. Uh, so I did that with Jezebel as my mentor, mm-hmm. um, at rain on fourth hosted by Sable cities. Um, and Sable is actually a former New York queen too. So yes. shout out to anybody that knows Sable DM her and tell her I said hi. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I had won that competition. Oh wow. Which was, Congrats. It was totally unexpected. Oh and my like goodness. the reaction video of me winning, like my face just like falls to the floor because I didn't <laughs> think I was going to win. Like, and you had just started drag, right? And I had I had just started drag like not too long ago, and yeah. I had I had some really great competitors, my my classmates, mm-hmm. as as we call it, with me, mm-hmm. uh, and they they were all so fantastic, and uh, totally didn't think I was gonna win, um, and then from there I just really started like seriously doing drag like every week or every two weeks or so, mm-hmm. um, and then cut to now. <laughs> yes. How did you decide on your drag name? So this is actually so funny. I, when I, when I first started coming out, mm-hmm. I was so scared to tell people my real name. Mm-hmm. I was so scared to tell people my name was Gunner, which mm-hmm. is my boy name. And so when I would like meet a gay person or if a guy was hitting on me or if like I would like 
sneak away like into the gay clubs or something Ooh. and somebody would ask me for my name i would i would freeze up and i would tell them my name was robin <laughs> and i don't know where it came from i don't know who who it's based after robin hood i don't robin the singer i used to do the same thing so i get it really yeah i, I was sam you were sam, sam. <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> And like I was so I was just so scared. I'm like, hey, like who's going to know me? Yeah. Like in this little in this little part. So yeah, Robin Robin was was born out of a sense of not wanting to tell people my real name. Um, and then Rose Quartz I chose because I uh, because of the properties of Rose Quartz of the stone. So mm-hmm. like love and self love, love outward. And I've always wanted to like be that in drag Aww. and you know, exude that energy and always be somebody's like number one fan and always like cheer people on and be positive and encouraging. And also for people to feel that same energy when they're watching me. So Mm -hmm. I want you to feel some type of way. I want you to feel happy. I want you to, you know, feel nostalgic. I want you to feel sad, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and just be genuine with your feelings when, uh, you're watching me do a performance and, you know, having that same connection with Robin mm-hmm. as she's kind of helped me. Like I say she, like as if she's a different person when I, I really think Robin is just like an artistic extension of myself. Yeah. yeah. People who like, I think can have that complete separation of their characters. I, I don't really know if I, I like, I get it in a sense, but at the mm-hmm. same time I'm like, I'm like, girl, it's you in a wig. Like, <laughs> like you say these are two different people, but this is just you in a wig, like literally. <laughs> and I think that's who Robin is to me. It's just like a more artistic, more hyperactive version of myself. <laughs> You're a really pretty queen too. Like, how did you get oh, your, you are, you are. How did you get your drag aesthetic? Oh, geez. <laughs> I, I wish... <laughs> That's literally so sweet of you to say. Cause it's like, true. I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> for <laughs> for the longest that. time, for the longest time, like I didn't feel pretty in drag. Like I, d- I never felt like a pretty queen. Mm-hmm. And some of that was like because of like outside influence, because of people that were around me. Mm. And then other times like I, I was still like, I'm even still to this day, like figuring out like what drag is to me. Mm-hmm. So is drag to me, you know, being pretty and being kind of, you know, quote unquote fishy or feminine. Yeah. Um, or is it, is it art? Is it performance? Is it, you know, not always having to look quote unquote pretty. Yeah. Um, so I'm still like finding my, finding my aesthetic. I think I'm really coming into the, into the sphere of being like an art queen. Okay. And I don't, I don't want to like put myself in a box or anything like that because I love doing alternative uh, performances or really kind of not sad, but really like really slow performances, really like thought provoking performances. But I also love, you know, wearing a bodysuit and thigh high boots and like kicking and bucking and twirling and whipping my hair. <laughs> um, yes. Told y'all I'm power verse. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I love doing, you know, all of the things that are associated with drag. So I don't know if I can pinpoint it to just like one thing, but um, I do love, I do love the artistic things that Robin brings out of me. And um, I've done some really, really cool performances that I'm proud of because of that. What could someone expect when they see you? Because I've never seen you perform, even though we're friends, but you don't perform in New York, so I don't get a chance to see you. Not yet, I hope. I hopefully <laughs> soon. Hopefully, hopefully soon. soon. 
Um, oh God, expect the unexpected. Like depending on like what kind of night it is, I always try and like fit the theme. So if it's like a diva's night, then I'll do, you know, uh, I'll do some uh, Aretha Franklin or do, you know, Lady Gaga. If it's, you know, I also love growing up in Texas. I love me some country. So I love, I have my country idols. I love me some Dolly. I love yeah. Reba. Mm-hmm. I actually do a really good Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. I have the like a rhinestone guitar oh. and like a white pantsuit and everything. Like yes. it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> do you have that wig? I do. I have that long yeah. black wig yeah. and those gold hoop earrings. And I just shake that hair and just be really just like aloof and just with the air. <laughs> it's, it's so I love fun. like the idea of country drag because it's something I never ever see in New York. But if I go to places in the South, I do get to see it. It's just so exciting. It's oh, yeah. like different like types of drag. <laughs> I wish like, I don't know, we could like someone could bring it up here. Maybe you should move here. Oh God, that a country show in New York. All, I think it would be All great. two people that would come to that. No, oh, would no. Come to a Dolly show. I think. Oh yeah, Dolly, yeah. Dolly. Dolly I can see, but like. Maybe even Casey. The gays love Casey. Yes. Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I think it's just like something we don't see because New York is obviously a very urban place mm-hmm. in the city, so it's not something we get a lot of. But I love getting to see it when I get to leave New York. <laughs> yeah. And Dolly has her own like line of wigs. Does she? Yeah. Oh yeah. And she like sells them to queens and stuff for like impersonations. I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> well, I know like Trixie really brings like the country. Like she's yeah. like the most mainstream person, like bringing country. Mm-hmm. I think track. she's the only mainstream drag country artist. well yeah well she has her own music with just that yeah. aesthetic like who's like bigger besides i mean there's a lot of country queens like angela and Alyssa edwards like mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of big texas queens who yeah made it mm-hmm. on drag race did you ever like have you known anybody who like made it on either like drag race or dragula from texas um uh, i know I, I would say like i i know them but i'm not like you know, like best, best friends with them. Um, of course, like Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Yeah. She's, she's from Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot um, about that. And mm-hmm. she, so she is actually my, she's actually Jezebel's who is, who is quote unquote my drag mother. Mm-hmm. I always say drag mother by default, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, it, so that is her drag mother oh, as well. So she's your grandma. I get like in a way. Wow. Yes. We had Dusty Ray's grandchild <laughs> and now we have <laughs> Cynthia Lee's grandchild. I mean, in a way I'm, I'm, I think I'm like the redheaded adopted stepchild of the family, <laughs> but um, wasn't Pheromone from Austin too? Originally, yes. Yeah. Yes, she was. Did you ever um, see her? I did not. Okay. But a, she was a, a lot, like a long time ago. Uh, not like a long, long time well, ago. Well, she like, because she went from Austin to Vegas. To Vegas, yeah. 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 And then she, she has ancient, her. ancient, apparently. Well, like, you know. Ancient history. You know, drag, drag goes real quick. But yeah, some of my friends, some of my drag sisters that I have, have, have had shows with her, mm-hmm. like a long time ago, like in the past. Yeah. Um. And then I think she even, I saw a picture somebody posted that like Farrah was in Austin the other day. Oh, um, I, I have, I have well, no she's clue. She's from there, right? Like yes. originally, originally? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and then of course, uh, Louisiana Purchase, yes, who is on Dragula. She is such an angel and just such yes. a nice person. I remember the first time I met her and I just started doing drag. There used to be this store in Texas called Sam Moon. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know, a new place you can go like get cheap handbags and like, av stone jewelry and just like rings and earrings and stuff like i remember like i saw her there and i was like i was like oh my god that's louisiana purchase and this was like a year and a half like almost two years ago Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god i was like 
and I didn't even know what to call her. I was like, what? And and I think she overheard me like trying to talk to her. She's like, and she recognized me. She's Aww. like, oh hey. She's like, how are you doing? She has a, you know, that really good country country accent that I she love does. Her. Um, and I've been to a few of her uh, her uh, trivia nights and her uh, drag race watch parties and stuff that she mm-hmm. uh, used to host back in the day. Um, she's just such an amazing person, such an amazing entertainer. Absolutely. Like, I'm so happy for her. I'm happy she's getting all this success. Yes. And she was recently on the cover of, uh, the Austin Chronicle. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Which is a local exciting. newspaper. Yay. So that's incredible. Our, I know. Mm-hmm. She's, she's amazing. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should take a little break. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and we'll be right back, kids. Bye. 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 Oh, no. Wig. I feel that already. Wig. Okay. got the first part right no <laughs> and we're back <laughs> okay wait what was the nation lopez reference <laughs> oh my god oh my god yeah <laughs> oh oh <laughs> that was like when she was talking about um, having sex and drag <laughs> and oh, somebody yeah, asked yeah. her they're like have you ever had sex and drag she's like oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> i like nation she's so sweetie okay and we're back, and we're back. <laughs> all right Hi. this is the austin section because you are our first queen from Austin. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Am I really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, if you don't count um, Tyler and Jonathan, but they're not from Austin. They're from <laughs> other parts of Texas. They, oh, they're also not performers. <laughs> I, uh, well, they're, they're definitely They might queens. as well be. They are definitely queens, though. Let's I mean, be Queens real. of our people. Let's Gee. be real. Have you seen them in person? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They are right. They're, they're not listening to this. I can make one of them. <laughs> I know. They didn't even listen to their own episode. Maybe Jonathan did. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. So let's talk about the Austin drag scene. Yeah. What is it like? I know. So I actually talked to a lot of queens from Austin when I was writing for my book. And it's like very interesting. Also, there's been a lot of Austin queens who've performed at Bushwig. Yeah. So I feel like New Yorkers are kind of exposed to like the Austin scene. But what is your take on it? You live there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Austin drag is so is so just like different and like i haven't experienced drag in a lot of other cities like i've been to new york and i've been to philly Mm -hmm. i've been to colorado but austin kind of like the city itself it just has a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. there's like there's always something for everybody Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to drag like you can do literally whatever you want in drag and there is a place for it and it's at least in my eyes it is there are still you know people that are you know, like, oh, my God, like, so-and-so, this and that, like, still, like, negative people mm-hmm. who have kind of, like, that one, that one, that linear view of yes. what drag is, yes. which is so annoying because yeah. drag has evolved so much over the past, like, few years, even, yeah. um, from, you know, how long that it's been around. Well, I also feel like, especially, like, there's such a strong, like, pageantry, like, there's pageantry so like that kind of mentality kind of there's pageantry there's dancing there's queerness there's alternative performance art there's there's just so 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 much um and i think that's another reason why i love i love i love doing drag myself is because like one night i can you know go to sellers underground and do a high kicking quick step number Mm -hmm. and then the next day i can uh, go to Cheer Up Charlie's and do something kind of sad and melodic or uh, do a country gig at Cheer Up Charlie's and then the next day uh, go to Swan Dive and do something um, alternative or different. <laughs> How many like gay bars are like there? So there are there are like 
like gay bars and then like bars that like also have just like queer nights or like gay mm-hmm. nights. So okay. we have we have a Barbarella's here. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of Barb's. There's one in Houston and I think one somewhere else. Um, mm-hmm. So they do Tuesdays. Um, ah. So every Tuesday night they have a gay night there and have a drag show there. Uh, Swan Dive next door has drag shows sometimes. Um, Elysium, Cheer Up Charlie's, um, Sahara Lounge, which is like kind of like way, way out there. But like these are all like the downtown mm-hmm. kind of like alternative and like queer mm-hmm. bars, which I love. Um, and then on 4th Street, which is where our, I think our industrial district is, is where we have um, Highland Lounge, mm-hmm. Rain on 4th, Cellars Underground, and Oil Can Harry's. Um, uh, yeah, I've heard of Oil Can Harry's. Yeah. Oil Cans is pretty uh, predominant for like bringing in the Rue Girls and stuff like yes, that on certain that's Sundays. That's why. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I think I remember the first like Rue Girl I ever saw at Oil Can Harry's was Tatiana. Oh, she's an amazing <laughs> person to see live. She was pretty good. I was I wasn't expecting what she brought. No, and she, no one. She until, turned it out. <laughs> yeah. Was this before um, All Stars Two? No, this was after. Oh, after. No, because before All Stars 2, like, she really, really evolved because she was a big DC queen, and I would see her in DC. And, like, if you saw season two versus, like, before All Stars 2, <laughs> it was just, like, night and day. You just could not, you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's great. There's a, there's a lot of different places to do drag, and, and drag is becoming so big now. Like, yeah. people are really exploring, like, other venues to to do drag like there are so many like drag brunches like there's a really mm-hmm. good one at irene's uh that a queen Rhonda jewels does uh, another one that i do a lot is the drag brunches at the w hotel mm-hmm. which is hosted by one of my best friends violet ward mm-hmm. um and there's just like even just like going further and further like outside the city limits or not outside the city limits but just like outside of downtown yeah people are hungry for it they're itching they're wanting to do brunches they're wanting to do shows um, so it's, it's really, it's really booming there. Is, I think there, I think in Austin, you can find a drag show somewhere pretty much every night of the week. I believe it. Like there's a lot of like pretty prominent performers. Some of my favorites are like poo poo platter. They came. Yes. Here. The poo poo platter troupe is amazing. They're like a troupe of Queens and Kings. And it's just like amazing alternative drag. They, they've done Bushwick before. They're just, they're very, very sweet people and they're yep. great performers. They're really mm-hmm. exciting to watch. Like. They're definitely like pushing what drag can be. Absolutely. Yeah. But then you still also have like the pageant side. So it's like, there's so much going on. <laughs> <laughs> who are like, who are the Queens? If someone's going to Austin, who would you recommend for them to see? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I'm going to get in trouble. If any of them <laughs> listen to this, um, geez, there's, there's so many and I love them all so much. <laughs> um, so Sable cities, uh, mm-hmm. is actually from New York. Yes. Um, and I, She's a, a former like Fire Island queen as well, so she knows a lot of New York girls. Mm-hmm. Um, just recently, she brought up a uh, Pixie Aventura. Oh my gosh. To Austin, who my was favorite. incredible to yes, to watch favorite. live. I was like, oh my gosh. You need to see her show in New York. I know you don't have enough time right I now. I know. But she's great. <laughs> One of these days. Um, but yeah, so Sable pretty uh, pretty much runs Rain on Fourth. She's got. Uh, you know, drag class on Tuesdays and then the Sable show on Wednesdays, strip offs on Thursdays. Um, and she's, she's always out and around. So she, and she's an amazing performer. 
um nadine hughes yeah um we featured her on hey queen for the austin episode you did yeah for the <gasps> queens around the country oh my god <laughs> why have i never heard of this because uh, i don't know <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to search it's, through on, the, YouTube. it's on youtube the deep recesses of youtube to yeah. find that um she's incredible too and she's um she's really kind of like uh held me up out of some dark places when i was going through some stuff and she's, she's an incredible performer as well. And she's, uh, around a lot at sellers underground, mm-hmm. uh, especially like on Fridays. And I think I want to say she has a show there almost every night. I want to say, <laughs> yeah, she is, she is booked. Um, at oil can Harry's, um, Roxy Brooks, who is also from New York, mm-hmm. uh, just moved to Austin recently. Interesting. Uh, she's, uh, incredible as well. And she can, God, I hope I can kick as high as she can <laughs> <laughs> one of these days. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, there's also a great Friday night show at oil cans called Crave, which is hosted by Maeve Haven. Uh, another good friend of mine. Um, gosh. I could just like go through a huge Yeah, list. I know, I know. There, there's so much in Austin. There's so many. Which is why it's one of my favorite drag. Even though I haven't been there, but I've seen a lot of queens. I know a lot of queens. It's a really, really exciting place to be. Yeah. <laughs> so what is the best and worst parts about working in Austin? Oh, man. <sighs> I'll start with the worst and then like end on a high note. <laughs> That's um, a good idea. Yeah. I guess like the worst is is since since there are, since drag has become so mainstream, it really has become like tough to to kind of like work your way into slots into mm-hmm. performance slots or mm-hmm. into nights where you're like booked on a regular basis there's there's a good handful of shows that are like an open call mm-hmm. or like an open mic for like anybody that just wants to come and do a number and like the audience decides who wins for you know certain like 75 dollars yeah um but like getting booked like on a permanent like cast or residency i will say is 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 challenging um, also there are still so many people that have that singular and linear view of what yes. drag is. So they are approached by drag Kings or maybe AFAB Queens, which I hate even, I hate even saying that word. Cause it's like, it's like if you do drag, then you're a drag queen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like, like what you're, you're born with or, or whatever. Like if you do yeah. drag and you put on makeup or whatever you do, whatever you think is drag, it is drag. Yes, and they're approached by these people who maybe don't fit the mold of what they they want or mm-hmm. what they're looking for, and they they can't they won't give them a chance because it's non it's non traditional or it's alternative or yeah. it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's still like a few minds to change. I feel like, and there's so much untapped talent and untapped potential in Austin, mm-hmm. uh, especially uh, you know dealing with like queer representation and king representation. There's some um, great kings in Austin as well. There are. Poppy, Poppy Churro. Churro. Yes. yes. My favorite. Uh, <laughs> one of my best friends, Kelsey Hammer, also. Oh. The Boys of Austin is also like a troop of drag kings. Oh, my gosh. Um, they must. They, there must be a lot more since I first like interviewed down there. Yes. Yeah. Has it like grown with the king scene? Um, I think it's growing. It's growing little by little. That is so exciting. The Boys of Austin definitely have made I a name for themselves. Them. Yeah. The Boys with a Z. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah they're they're great uh and i i just wish i just wish people would just like open their minds a little bit more and just be more open to doing things that are a little bit different or Mm -hmm. you know things that you know might not 
be like what they are expecting I don't, i'm not even sure how to describe it but. i know exactly because in new york we still have that problem here yeah. Yeah. there might be a gajillion drag queens kings all that but they're still going to be fighting for spots from people who are linear in thinking i can only imagine which is a nice way of putting it <laughs> yeah. um kind of going off that i was wondering because i've seen i saw this in another scene more like orlando i'm um, not going to name names but <laughs> um do you think like the pageantry system more so has a hold on like the drag scene in Austin? Like, is that why like it's hard to get on casts and stuff? Because it's like they have like, because they're they're the standard kind of like what people want to see. Does that makes sense. Yeah, and um, and I I don't think so really. I mean, Austin has a few like local like Austin title pageants, and then mm-hmm. we have a few pageants that like run into like the international system and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but the, the Queens that like help and promote that, I don't think that they're as far as like when it comes to those pageants, I don't think that they, um, are the, are the type to like shoo somebody away because they're different. Like they'll let anybody like compete in the pageant or whatever, what have you. Um, I just think it's, it may or may not be just people that have had a hold of something for so long Mm -hmm. and they, you know, want it to be successful and it's been successful for so long because it's been done this way and they don't want to like change things because of, you know, Mm -hmm. what it is. And not just for, for Queens, but just like for regular like businesses as well, just Mm -hmm. for like, you know, bars that, you know, could use a a queer night every now and then. And then maybe, you know, on third street or second street, um, you know, those people could be more open-minded to having, you know, a drag show there like once a month or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so it goes, it goes beyond, you know, Queens that have, that kind of like run a gambit and in mm. certain bars mm. in the city. Uh, I think it can be said for the, the city itself as well. Yeah. I agree. What are some of the best parts? <laughs> oh gosh. Some of the best parts. Um, I've, I've made some really great, uh, friends in the Austin drag scene a really, really great sisterhood. Um, and, and like I said before, there's always, there's always something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never feel, you know, I'm still coming into my own drag persona, but I never feel like I have to do something a certain way. And mostly because like, I just don't give a damn, like yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And it's if drag. you don't like it, then don't tip me. Absolutely. But like, I'm going to do what I do to either make myself feel better or make somebody feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's Austin's a, a magical, magical place for, for a little queen like me. <laughs> Going off that note, coming to New York, what has what have you been thinking about our scene over here? Because oh, I don't God. know which parts you've seen. I know you've seen a lot of Manhattan drag. I don't know which you've seen like in total. I've seen quite a bit, uh, and I came here in the beginning of June. Yes. Um, and I saw a few shows, mm-hmm. um, and you know, made some some great drag queen friends even here too, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, like uh, Vicky Deville and mm-hmm. uh, Susia. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, uh, now there's so many, but uh, <laughs> God, when we went to that party at the Standard at the High Line, yeah, that was really cool. Oh yeah, that was just fun to just On like, top. yes, <laughs> yeah. that was just like fun to see and just like be a part of and like, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many like different styles of drag and so many just like queer artists that were just there and mm-hmm. just like walking around and I'm like I'm in this space and like this is crazy. <laughs> Um, and then a couple of other shows I've been to here, it's just really been like, I I need to like, if I do move to New York, I need to probably work on maybe being a little bit more funny because like New York Queens are just so fucking hysterical. (laughs) Some of them are. I don't know about you, Mark. 
Funny numbers. You actually do. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> I, I just tap into the meme humor. And people yes, that. meme humor. Meme humor. Did you see that. any Brooklyn shows? I don't know if you have. Um, you're going to see a lot of... We're, tonight we're going to see Sasha Valore's Nightgown. So you're yes. going to see all of Brooklyn drag. I'm, I'm so, so ready. There. I'm so ready. It's a really good lineup. And I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any Brooklyn drag? Uh, I can't remember if we went when we came... When I came in June. No. I don't think we did. No. No, we just went Nate Happy Chick. After. Sweet Chick. Sweet Chick, yeah. Sweet chick. <laughs> it is a happy Shout chick. Out. It's so good. Okay, I think we'll take a little break. Okay, sure. And then we're going to wrap up. Woo. Woo. Bye. Bye. Chitty bye. Wig, okay. I know. Wig, I feel that already. Wig, okay. Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Because we're back. Ooh. ASMR. The ASMR version of wigging out. And drop. Blah, blah, blah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, kids. <laughs> All right. So where could the children find you these days? So I am, I'm not like a, on like a permanent like cast per se. Mm-hmm. Um, occasionally I will um, spotlight or fill in for cast members at Crave on Fridays at Oil Can Harry's, hosted by Maeve Haven. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do the W Hotel brunches. I know, on I've certain seen Sundays. Yes. yes. So much fun. Uh, on certain Sundays uh, with Violet Ward and friends. Um, I do, however, have my, I don't want to say it's like my own show, um, but I host a drag show at Cheer Up Charlie's for Neon Rainbow's 90, 90s Country Night and the Gay Old Opry. <gasps> Uh, and that's my once dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's it's once a month at Cheer Up Charlie's. Uh, it's a great show, just like '90s country hits with DJ Boy Orbison, and I always uh, bring in some queen friends of mine, and we turn some country numbers. So how much Shania do you play? Oh, it's so much Shania. It's like all Shania, right? It's Shania, like Shania and Faith Hill, right? Dolly, uh, you know, Reva, Faith Hill. I love me some Faith Hill. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Evans. Oh God, God, I could go on and on. <laughs> I know you did a big charity fundraiser. I did. Let me know how that um, was. A few months ago, I did um, a charity fundraiser. I had like a drag bazaar, and I called it Robin's Bazaar Drag Bazaar. And I basically just like asked all of my queen friends. I was like, "Hey, if you have like new or gently used drag that like you want to get rid of, and like will you donate it to this? Like it's for charity." Uh, I reached out to a couple of other like vendors in the city, uh, like uh, JWL um, is uh, a, a company that makes jewelry uh, in Austin, made by a drag queen, made by a local queen. So I asked her to donate. She donated like ten sets, which oh, was yeah. amazing. Thank oh. you, Phoenix and Cartier. Um, and so I, I basically just like curated all of this like drag and basically had just like a huge like drag sale. And um, where did all the proceeds go to? They went to the Austin LGBT Chamber of Commerce Foundation, mm-hmm. uh, which provides scholarships to not only students, but also business owners. Mm. Um, if they are like seeking a certain like certification or they need help, like, you know, paying, paying for something that will advance their business and their uh, business ventures or help them grow their business. Um, and so it's a really, really great charitable nonprofit. 
Uh, and I raised like a little over a thousand dollars, which was wow. like, wasn't bad for, you know, a, a one woman drag yeah, queen no, that's amazing. <laughs> bringing in a bunch of leftover shoes and wigs, <laughs> and selling them to people. That's a lot. Yeah. From one that's day. That's great. <laughs> it was fun. And then we, so we also just recently had a, a Christmas bazaar. Mm-hmm. Um, that one wasn't for charity, but mm-hmm. I got the chance to bring together a lot of, um, LGBTQ vendors, mm-hmm. like artists and jewelry makers and stuff. Um, a few other people were like selling like their own like shoes and wigs, but like it was for the, their direct profit. Yeah. Um, but the cool part about that yeah. was like bringing together so many different like LGBTQ and queer artists and vendors into like one place. Um, and it was a busy, it was a busy night at sellers that night. I yeah. think, um, the bar did really good that night, which is always a plus. Mm-hmm. Always important. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was, that was really cool. And hopefully, hopefully in 2020, I, I'm gonna hopefully talk to them about having my own show and calling it like robin's art show or like art attack or something (laughs) like that and like having a drag show but still bringing that same concept of having like artists bring in and sell their stuff um and then have a little drag show in between but maybe 2020 vibes that'd be amazing yeah (laughs) i have a question we might have to edit this out have you done um the austin international drag festival i have yes so i actually did it for the first time this past year yay um it was really fun it was a lot of fun um i i got to meet like some amazing people uh did you meet chiffon dior my drag auntie. <laughs> I did not meet Chiffon Dior, unfortunately. Did you see Strawberry and Gilda Wabbit? I saw Gilda Wabbit. Yeah, um, that's she was, Chiffon's daughter. <laughs> oh my gosh, she was incredible. She was actually in the same performance block as me. So yes! I, got, I got to talk to her for a little bit. And I was like, I think you're so funny. Like, I'm so happy I get to meet you. Uh, and so we followed each other. And um, I, I performed, I performed like a really uh, like high energy number. And then I got off and she was like, bitch, I was tired looking at you. <laughs> And then she got on and did the, this kind of like comedy, but like high energy number. I was like, I was like, bitch, like this is, that was everything. Uh, I love Gilda Wabbit, but, um, but yeah, uh, Austin Drag Pass was great. Um, you know, they're a continuously growing, uh, organization as well. And I think it's just going to get like bigger and bigger as yeah. the years go on. But so many Queens, so many entertainers that come into the city mm-hmm. for that. Um, oh, it's really great. When was that about? That was in November. November. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wanted me to go, but I had work. <laughs> yes, should I? I definitely want to go. Like, it is, work is, W-E-R-R-R-K, <laughs> is a very big part of it now. So it's exciting to see, like, all the people I love. Also, Austin International Drag Festival, that's where, like, Sasha, like, really did her big number that kind of got her on Drag Race, so. Maybe we can be roaming reporters or something. Yeah, I would fun. love to. Ooh. I really Maybe next year, I really, really do want to go. Yes. It has it. They get really good performers there. Yes, correspondents. And, and this year, like the amount of like international talent was crazy. Like headliners, the were oh yeah, so many. Oh my god, so many. It reminds me of Bushwick, but it seems a little bit more contained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> so we're gonna circle back to the beginning. I know you had like a rough start coming out, but mm-hmm. how are you with your family now? Um, now things are things are incredible. Um, you know, my, I, I also have a brother, mm-hmm. uh, who, who's a really big supporter of me. Mm-hmm. Um, even now my mom, she has just really come around. Um, and when, she, when she first found out uh, that I started doing drag, like coming out of the closet as gay was like a big deal for mm-hmm. her. And then she is, has eventually warmed up to that. And then mm-hmm. when she found out that I did drag, she was so, she was so like confused and concerned. She was like, are you, 
like, what is this? Like, do you want to be a woman? Like, do you like, what is, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm like, nothing's wrong with me. I'm like, drag to me is like, you know, performance and like makeup and like dressing up and like dancing. I, I like love myself. I don't want to like change myself and I'm comfortable with who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, drag, however, is, is an amazing outlet for, you know, gender queer and gender non-binary people to explore their gender. Um, and I kind of, I kind of like educated her on that, on like what that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, but that's, you know, that's not me. Like, I just love like making my clothes and like performing a song that I've, you know, practiced 110 mm-hmm. times in my shower, like, and just finally just like letting that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like letting it breathe and like bringing this idea to life. I had so many like ideas for numbers and like outfits. And I'm like, these ideas are just sitting here and they're just dying. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to like bring them to life and like, let this happen. Um, so it took her a while and she's, she's really come around now and I'll never forget. It was a few months after, um, and for the longest time, like I didn't have a sewing machine or anything. So I either hot glued everything or I hand stitched mm-hmm. everything and I didn't have a dress form either. So I was making clothes on my body mirror, like what? as using that as my dress form and oh, just like hiking no. it up on there and like hand stitching oh. it and everything. Um, I remember one day I came home and there was um, a dress form in my room with a big red bow on it. And it was from my mom. And I cried like a baby. I was like, what the hell? She's like, she's like, it's not why you don't have to make clothes on your mirror anymore. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, So yeah, so she's now, she's now one of my biggest supporters and she, she's come to a few of my brunches too. And She's like, if I ever have a show, she's always like, send me a picture of what you're wearing. Like, Mm -hmm. are you wearing this hair? Like, what song are you going to do? And she's just like asking questions and it's just so involved now. So I'm really, I'm really lucky to have her and and my brother. Yeah. You don't hear those often sometimes. I know. It's amazing. Makes me sad that like some people like don't get to have that luxury. And, Mm -hmm. but, um, I'm just really, really lucky and really blessed. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And yeah. I know you've also dated a drag queen in your past. What was that like? Oh, that was, that was, <laughs> can that was interesting. Can two drags date each other? Drag queens. Two, can two drags? <laughs> can two drags. Well, that's what they call it in South America, drags. I know. That's what, that's <laughs> well, even like what my mom called it. She, she's no, like, it's called are that. doing drags? I yeah, that's like, what you call it. Drags. Like you just say doing drag, uh, singular, but um, yeah, that was, um, it was interesting. And uh, dating i don't want to say their name because i don't want to give them the extra publicity Mm -hmm. but um (laughs) they it was it was good and bad there was you know this kind this person that you were with and you were together you know outside of drag like when you're you know you take the wigs off and you take the makeup off and you're both boys Mm -hmm. and but you have this outlet you know, drag to me is like an outlet for expression and art. Um, I'm not really sure like what drag is to them or like what it means to them. Um, if it's just like performing and being silly, then that's great. Uh, And you have this person that you want, you know, support from, and you want, you know, to say like, this is a great job. And like, I was, I was this person's like number one fan. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're not together anymore, unfortunately, but in a town like Austin, this town the town is so big but even then like the drag scene is still so tight-knit and so close Mm -hmm. um so we still have to like work together um which is really it's really hard for me Mm -hmm. um just because 
I'm still just like going through a lot of, a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. um, with that. Um, but dating that, I mean, it was, it was relatively, you know, it had its ups and its downs. Yeah. Like if, if I ever like wasn't in drag and they were, I was constantly like driving them to wherever and like mm-hmm. carrying their stuff and like helping them backstage with like, which like this stuff, like I didn't mind to do. Mm-hmm. It was like, I wanted to do these things because I wanted them to feel less stressed and I wanted them to feel supported mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Um, if it was the other way around, it wasn't like really as less frequent with me. And I'm a pretty like, not independent person, but like, I'm, I'm not, I'm pretty low maintenance. I think, mm-hmm. um, when I'm in drag, um, another part of it too, which was, which was kind of hard to deal with was, um, like me being the kind of drag queen that I am. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm very pretty. Like people don't ever really like want to take pictures with me, but like with this other person, like if we were in drag together, everybody always wanted to take pictures with them because mm-hmm. they were so beautiful. And they, their makeup was so stunning and they were also like really tall. So like seeing this like giant woman was just like enamoring to them. And so I was, I always felt like I was kind of like cast in the shadow Mm. and this like pretty shadow, um, and just could never like live up to that. And I I never like felt like it was a competition Mm -hmm. with this person because like I, we both did two different, two completely different styles of drag. It's like the things that I do, like you're not going to be able to do. And maybe like the things that you do, like I won't be able to do maybe. Um, but I mean, we're, I definitely like don't speak to them now. Maybe by the time this airs, I will be, <laughs> maybe I won't, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was pretty, we were together for almost two years. Um, and yeah, we, we all have like the same like group of friends mm-hmm. and stuff and, mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really hard, but it's just going to be a, a test of, you know, maturity and growth and seeing how, how well we can interact with each other and work with each other. And, um, what, what I recommend it, if you can find somebody who also does drag that like supports you and, and like loves what you do, then absolutely like hang on to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but just remember that like, underneath all that like people are like still human beings yeah. yeah and like you know i'm sort of against it personally i am as well are you all really yeah but i feel like to do drag you have to have a certain amount of ego to yeah. make yourself go on stage and do a performance there has to be an ego there and i feel like oh there definitely was two people <laughs> doing it yeah two people doing it i feel like it's just too much like i don't know how you can make that work so, i know people do there yeah. i'm not hating on anyone who's <laughs> yeah. in a drag relationship but it, i'm sure it's very very difficult for me it's more like dating a co-worker because you're like you're gonna work yeah with them eventually uh, that's true too yeah um, i realize that now yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why um i mean i've had hooked up with um queens in the past but it's always like i found out after the fact uh, that's really funny <laughs> oh my god that's really so funny like, okay we're never talking again but i'll see, I'll see you at the rose see, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where else where else that's so wow. funny yeah. um but i don't know it can get messy but um like you said if you can find someone that you can trust and like if the relationship isn't like gonna get tainted in a way like if you work together or like eventually break up or stop seeing each other i think it can work mm-hmm. yeah. i think so too and also that mindset can be weird sometimes. and i also just like i'm a very like i'm a very like lovey and like sentimental person so mm-hmm. i like i i would give 
anybody a chance, but I don't think I'll, I'll date another drag queen probably for a while, if ever. Um, which, (laughs) which kind of, which kind of scares me, even though, you know, a couple of guys that I've met, um, that have like expressed interest to me. I'm like, I'm like, just letting you know, like, I'm also a drag queen. Like mm-hmm. if, if that scares you away, then goodbye. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're like, no, like that's awesome. Which. Yeah. Uh, adversely. I know people encounter, you know, like if, if somebody's on grinder and then they're like, Oh, you do drag. That's gross. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we get it. Your masculinity is fragile. Yeah. You can't <laughs> handle, you know, this like, okay, then move along. Mm-hmm. I skirt around the issue, so um, kudos to you to being like I'm. I'm drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like mean, in New York it's a little different though, because I, from what I've heard, I don't date guys like this clearly. But <laughs> from what I've heard, like guys just get scared off like right away. Oh, it's yeah. constantly a problem. How? Like you just have to be so close minded. People, I guess. I don't know. Ugh. I don't, don't know. Started. And the, don't get me started on <laughs> the concept of drag being feminine. Even like, yeah, that's we can, true that, too. That'll be another mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Whenever I move to New York, yeah, that'll be another podcast. podcast. It'll be a fourth Brooklyn podcast. <laughs> Brooklyn podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll film my next episode when I come back. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So what's the best advice you've been given in drag? Oh my gosh. I will never forget this. I So during drag class, I was like, I recently started doing drag and was just feeling very lost. And like, I wanted to drop out of the competition and, and couldn't like keep going on. Um, and I like went up to, uh, this queen that like, I, I didn't know very well, but like kind of like vibed with them because we were both kind of like, kind of like weird in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, her name was cupcake and I sat down with her. I was like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I feel so lost. Like, what is, what do I do? Like, I want to drop out. Like I want to quit drag. And she's like, she's like, listen, she's like, nobody in this town does what you do. And that's why you have to keep doing it because you bring such a uniqueness and it's such a different perspective to drag and to what people are so used to seeing that like, even if it's not someone, even if it's not somebody's cup of tea for somebody it is. And so that was her advice to me. It was like, nobody does what you do. So you have to keep doing it. And like, I've always tried to like, I've always tried to like keep that with me, especially doing the kind of drag that I do you know, doing something different or alternative in a, in a crowd that's expecting, you know, pretty Queens and top 40. I just have to keep telling myself, I'm like, nobody does what I do. Like somebody will like this. And even if nobody likes it, then like, if I like it, then that's all that matters. So like loving what you do and continuously doing the things that you do in a way that you like it because nobody else can do it like you. Yeah. That's some good advice. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cupcake. Um, is it my favorite question? It is. It is. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. What was your craziest nightlife story that you've witnessed, have been a part of, what have you? Ugh. Okay. So, I guess one would be um, after a show on... I don't want to say what day it was because then I'll give it away. <laughs> uh, after a show, uh, we were all like pretty drunk. Um, me and a few of my sisters, and we were all in drag. And it's getting like towards the end of the night. Um, and like everybody wants Whataburger or you know, late, late night food. 
And then a friend of mine goes, hey, let's go to this after party. We were all in drag. So we were like, you know what? Yeah, like, screw it. Let's go. Um, I'm also, when I when I say this, I'm also wearing a, a black corset, pasties, uh, a panty, garter belt, stockings, and, like, black boots, and, like, just my natural boy hair, but, like, full beat. So mm-hmm. I, I look like... I look like a work of art. I look like something. I look like something else. I look like a hooker. Let's be real. Um, so uh, we go over there. Um, cute after party, um, and people uh, start kind of like moving into a different room. So we're like, okay, like where's everybody going? Everybody starts uh, taking their clothes off, oh, no. and then going downstairs, and there was a hot tub. Everybody starts like getting naked and like getting in the hot tub, and I, I'll, three of us are like four of us are like in full drag. So we were like, um, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "What do we do?" And and uh, one of my friends was like, "I'm getting in the shower and I'm getting in the hot tub." I was like, I was like "Well, wait, like I want to too." And like we had no makeup wipes, so we had to like wash our face with like hand soap, Ew. which <laughs> burned. Oh. oh, it burned. Um, yeah, we'd like. Two of us had like took all of our drag off, took our makeup off with face soap, uh, and yeah, we had a naked hot tub party. Ooh, that was word. that was that was a, quite a party. Not oh. um, the story was gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting that either. <laughs> I mean, we didn't stay for long. I'm sure the orgy happened after we left. Uh, but there was no orgy that night <laughs> with you. Uh, but it was a good it was a good time. It wasn't like wasn't like crazy or like schloopy, but like it was it was interesting. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um oh god okay i'll do i'll do another one um so just recently no not recently when was it um it was after a brunch um and i had just been really sick and so i was just like barely recovering and so i was like i'm just gonna have like one drink and so we're we're doing this brunch and they treat us so well like they give us champagne and like food and stuff um someone else was also in the show which like prompted prompted me to drink uh, quite heavily. And so I just keep drinking and I keep drinking, I keep drinking. Um, and so brunch ends, I was supposed to do like a charity kind of like community centric thing. Uh, after that, because I had a show that night as well. So I had a show in the morning and at night and, uh, that something was wrong with the day. And so I had to just like cancel it and reschedule. We all go, (laughs) we all go to one of the other bars And we all just like keep drinking like when we should have stopped, like after brunch, like Mm -hmm. everybody, like everybody's drunk. Like people are like, you know, like doing splits, like on the bars and just like acting the fool. (laughs) Um, I don't remember this, but apparently like my heel gets like caught in a table. What? And like, (laughs) I, I, I don't remember this at all. And like two of my sisters had messaged me. They're like, Hey, like, I'm sorry if like, we were laughing at you and like hurt your feelings when your foot got stuck in the table. I was like, I don't even remember that happening. <laughs> so I guess apology accepted, I guess. Um, yeah. Don't remember that happening at all. Uh, it's still like killing time before my show at night. I, <laughs> uh, go into the back bathroom, uh, and I talk with a reporter who is also just like a gay reporter who was in the bar, uh, don't remember exactly what I talked to him about. I'm sure I just talked a lot of shit about people. <laughs> so, uh, yikes. Hope that story doesn't make the news. <laughs> um, after that, I, uh, 
I threw up in full drag. I was also wearing nice hair, so I had to like pull my hair back, which was quite a low point for me in my drag career. Um, I'm almost positive that I had to sit down on the bathroom floor, and I think I took like maybe like a 10 or 15 minute nap, I think. I think. What? (laughs) I think. Granted, I don't really recall much of this. Uh Uh-huh. And... Keep in mind, I still have a show to do that I host at night. Oh, shit. At night. Oh, shit. So it gets time for me to, like, head over. I, like, chug some water and, like, smack my face a little bit. I'm like, okay. Like, I can do this. Mm -hmm. And then, like, get to my other venue. (laughs) Um, I remember everything that happens after that. So we're... we're, Oh, so you sobered up. That's fine. I sobered a little bit. A little bit. Um, uh, My two girls that were performing with me just said that I was like lit, but I didn't do anything that I would regret that or didn't do anything that I would have regretted. Um, and yeah, hosted my show. Uh, I, I yelled a lot in the microphone. Um, show ended. I, uh, it was really cold outside. So it was, the show was inside this time walked, um, to where my car was parked, dropped my stuff off, (laughs) started like to feel a little drunk again mm-hmm. walked back kind of closer towards the bar got pizza uh got in a lift <laughs> back home <gasps> um god lifting home i threw up i didn't throw up in the lift oh, i had to roll the window down and i'm still in full drag oh my god like eyelashes long hair mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. throwing up out out of the window <laughs> It was not a good moment for me. Was it on the car? No, I wasn't because I like I like had like my torso outside. Wow, you're very concerned of the window. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to throw it in here. Um, I out on the town. I'm like, this is such a like the amount of queens who have done this is yeah. very high. It's very. Uh, it was not. It was not my highest moment, but I, I at feel least, like it's like in, in at least it was my moment. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just drag initiation. And I feel like there's so many more like like crazy stuff like crazy stuff that happens but like it's just so few and far between like you just like don't remember like oh remember that night when like Mm -hmm. something something happened like no like i don't remember the night my foot got caught in the table (laughs) like what are you talking about (laughs) that's true um um, but yeah i promise i'm not boring austin's a really fun place (laughs) (laughs) i like it it's kind of it's very what happens to everyone especially who do drag it's just part of the Initiation. See, the police are coming again. I know. Except that's <laughs> definitely an ambulance. <laughs> um, I think we're about to close out. Yeah. Um, the last question. Okay. An important question. Yeah. Uh-oh. Where do you see your drag going in the future? Oh man. And the b- answer better be New York City. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would love to bring my drag to New York. I people ask me this too. They're like, "What's next for Robin?" Or like, mm-hmm. "What's Robin's future?" And I'm like, "I, like." don't get me wrong. Like I would love to be on RuPaul's drag race. Like just because like, I think I would be fun TV mm-hmm. and just like, I've always wanted to be on TV. It would just be fun to be on TV, even if it was for drag or not. Mm-hmm. But like, I just don't know if I want to be another, I guess like cog in the world of wonder, you know, machine and ha- just be another queen that gets brought in and then spit out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I so want every queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Honestly. Uh, and I just, I just don't know. Like I, I definitely want more for myself. I want to like, do more artistic things. I would love to have a show, like have a drag show, like at a museum, I think it would be so cool or like give museum tours, like in drag. Oh, someone um, just did that. Who? 
Um, it was part of Museum Hack. It was in Chicago. I think it was Wanda Screw. Ah, she was like invited to do it. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, organization. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 I remember um, that. But I agree on the museum thing. I always wanted to do a show like in a gallery. Yes. Just take over. Ugh. That'd be so much fun. It'd be so fun. You should just do your shows together. I know. We should. Move, move up here. Yeah, man. move up here. Or we'll you make go it to work. Austin. I'll call the Met. Just be we'll like, excuse me. We'll call the Met. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I get anxious when I leave New York, so I'm not going to go to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Austin International Drag Festival. Maybe. I'll mm. actually, maybe should, should you could totally perform there. Yeah. They Definitely. won't be expecting it. There's an application and everything. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. We'll and see. work might have more to do with it, too. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely more artsy stuff. Um, definitely more like charitable stuff and fundraising stuff. Um, I also work a lot with a great organization in Austin called Out Youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have fundraisers throughout the year that um, they invite queens to come and be a part of to help out. Um, and I love working with them. It's such an amazing staff and amazing organization. They're like our lgbtq at-risk youth mm-hmm. uh organization and facility um and so it's great to like kind of give back to them and um help them out whenever i can but yeah more charity work and uh i need i need new wigs <laughs> um, no, don't have wigs like me and martyr <laughs> just have a show called wigging out wigging out wigging out um okay um where can the girlies find you online and stuff? Oh, um, on Facebook, Robin Rose Quartz, like the bird and the stone. That's quartz with a Z, not the unit of measurement. Um, <laughs> oh, you're right. Also on Instagram, Robin Rose Quartz, all one word. Uh, you can also Venmo me if you like the sound of my voice at Robin ATX, R O B I N ATX. Yeah, I don't have a Twitter because I'm not. I'm not that. Famous <laughs> or famous at all, really. You act like Twitter, you have to be famous. I, I just shit talk. I, I, have like, I have like five <laughs> followers on Twitter. Who cares? Yeah. It's like, it's like my Finsta. But no, me too. Me too. But no one uses Twitter, so you can say whatever you yeah. want until you get on Drag Race and then Unless you have you to like, delete it. And you yeah. just can't like tag anybody. <laughs> That's true, too. Well, mine's on private, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, follow me on Instagram, Robin Rose Court. See what my face looks like. Yeah, it's, it's very boys. attractive. I don't think you'll be single for very long, oh unless God. you want to be, and That's then I goal, support you. To be single for a year. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure you'll have a lot of people who want to celebrate your singleness. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much. Thank for you. Thank you all for having me. Yay! I love New York. I love this place. I love y'all. Yay! We love you. You better uh, come up here and move. I'm working on it. Maybe. I don't tell that to most people, but for you. <laughs> I know she's actively trying to get me. To I'm leave. actively <laughs> trying to get people to stop doing drag, but for you, <laughs> <laughs> you can keep doing it. Love it. Just uh, for you. Just for me. Well, I'm right here. I'm C. Pepper. And this was Wigging Out. Bye. Bye. I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DragTheMartyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. 
artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you. Ha <laughs> ha!